Hi guys, welcome to Library Overload. This is Tavia. This is Susie. Don't forget to go check out our blog, which is just libraryoverload.home.blog. And also check us out on Instagram and we're Library Overload there. And also if you would be so inclined, please do go give us a rating and review on whatever podcast platform you are listening on. Welcome back! We're back! We missed you so much. We did. We really did, actually. I hope you missed us. I enjoyed the break, but I thought about the podcast the whole break. I know. Mm-hmm. I am. Nice. I I enjoy the break as well. Mm-hmm. I read no books. Nice. <laughs> it was really nice not to have to be like, oh my god, I've got to read something. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited to get back into our book world. Yes. And talk to our friends. Yes, I'm excited to talk to you guys about stuff. Yeah. I like doing it. Even though, like, you can't talk back to me, I still I still, I still, think you're with me. <laughs> like, like, bookish ghosts. So today, in lieu of all of the best everythings of 2019, we thought we would do something super fun. And we are giving our book Oscars out. Yes, we have a little Oscar trophy with us here. Yes, we're so excited. I've got a red carpet already. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have some really fun stuff on Instagram this week. So please check us out there if you haven't found us. We are mega fun. We are super fun. I know. And I always have dogs and cats on mm-hmm. me at all times. So I will take pictures of them with books and they're precious. My but- dog is mostly a cat. So she doesn't <laughs> like to take pictures so much so i don't know if you'll get many of her (laughs) but you know we definitely are going to try to get uh, be more interactive this year for sure yes so book oscars this is my brain baby this is one that i've thought about all last year so i'm Mm -hmm. super super excited to get it going so tavia and i have each separately come up with eight categories that we would like to award different books and these are books that we read last year. Uh, read and loved. Yes. So we each have our own separate categories. I don't know what she's going to say. She doesn't know what I'm going to say. We might have mm-hmm. some overlap. We might have totally different things going on. Yes. Really excited to hear all about them. Yes. And I weirdly have a tie in, Interesting. in one or two. I don't think you can so. have a tie in Oscars. Well, they're bookish Oscars, so it's happening. And it's my brain, baby. Maybe I could be a tiebreaker for you. That's fine. Okay. You can help me with that. Okay. I, I will allow it. Okay, so the first category that I'm going to do will probably shock no people that listened to the, the podcast last year, but I'm going to do my favorite smut book of 2019. I'm very excited to know what you're going to choose, though, because yes. you read so many. Yes. So do you want me to tell you a couple of the runners up? <gasps> yes. Okay. So Dur- the Dirty Bad series was one of them, and that's by Jade West. She's a British author. Okay. I um, do remember. Yes. yes. I, I read that whole series. And it was really good. There was, basically it was about a dungeon in England, like a 
sex dungeon in England. Like and a BDSM yes, dungeon. Yes, okay. yes. And it was about, each book was about different characters that went to the place. Gotcha. Um, and then I also had Sugar Daddies. <laughs> that was our favorite cover yes, of the year. Yes, that was our favorite cover of the year. Um, it was also by Jade West. So it was really, really good. So Jade West definitely crept into my list of authors to read. But the winner is... One of the series that I could not put down, and that was the Queen of the Damned series. <gasps> yes. That is quite not at all what I was expecting. Really? Yes. I thought you were totally going to go with your Black Dagger Brotherhood people. Well, they may have another award. Okay. Okay. Because <laughs> I was like, that is an upset, and I am going to riot. <laughs> okay. Yes. So, Queen of the Damned, that's by Kel Carpenter, and it's about... Uh, Satan's daughter, Lucifer's daughter. Yes. Okay, I do mm-hmm. recall this. She's raised on Earth to be kept away from all of this stuff, but then Lucifer dies and she inherits hell, and the four horsemen come to claim her and take her back to hell with them. And it's a really, really, really good series. I love it. Yes. I forgot to ask before you started, how many books did you end up reading last year? Da, da, da. <laughs> I read 132 books. Killer man. Mm-hmm absolutely yeah. killer i tried really hard to squeeze in like one more just so i could get another bingo on our book bingo for december but it just didn't work i was yeah. like by the time i got there uh the last book i read of the year i was just i'm done i'm this is a good stopping point yeah um i finished december out with charles dickens a christmas carol i had never read it before i have a really pretty charles dickens uh a christmas carol Nice. It's really pretty. Nice. And I just grabbed it one day. Yeah. I don't care for Charles Dickens much, but it's a very pretty copy. Yeah. And I had just, I like the movies and stuff, but I had never read the book. Sure. And I didn't realize how short it was. Mm-hmm. Very short. So I just went ahead and read that real quick. And I was like, you know, this is a good place. Yeah. It's a good finishing place to, to Very be. nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yes, favorite smut, Queen of the Damned. Way to go. Way to go, Queen of the Damned. Yes. You smut-loving, loving ladies, y'all. <laughs> okay, mine is a little less exciting, but uh, my first award will be the most surprising five-star read for me. Oh, I so, like this category. Yes, just because it was, I read several books that I didn't think I would like last year and ended up really, really enjoying them. So this is my tie one, so you can help me with this. Okay. So, and they're actually hysterically two buddy reads. Oh, of your choosing. Nice. So we have The Logger Queen of Minnesota by J. Ryan Stradall. Oh, you that chose was mine. that one, yeah. Damn it. I thought you were going to be like, oh, look at me. Well, but, I am pretty awesome. Okay, you are. Um, So two buddy reads then. Mm-hmm. So The Logger Queen of Minnesota and then Daisy Joan and the Six by Taylor Jenkins Reid. I picked Daisy Jones. You sure did. And I absolutely, for two very different reasons, didn't think that I was going to read like either of these. Mm -hmm. Number one, The Logger Queen of Minnesota is a very kind of quiet book. Mm -hmm. And it follows two sisters. Uh, One, as the trajectory of her life is just awesome. And one where her life really kind of stays very stationary and is Mm -hmm. kind of sad but it's how they kind of separate in an mm-hmm. unfortunate way and how beer ends up bringing them back together. Mm-hmm. And then Daisy Jones and the Six is about 70s music and how a band and a solo artist get together and how catastrophic it was, but also epic in grand proportions at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it's a very 
oddly written story. It's kind of a docu-style book. It's mm-hmm. almost written script-like. It's kind of like a, a behind-the-music interview. Yes. And so I thought that the way it was written was going to be really strange. Mm-hmm. I am not the biggest fan of that decade of music. Mm-hmm. 80s and 90s is more my thing. But I ended up loving it. And then I started going back through Taylor Jenkins Reads. Taylor Jenkins Reads backlog just because Mm -hmm. I loved her that much so most surprising five-star reads the logger queen of Minnesota and Daisy Jones and the six for the tiebreaker I'm gonna pick Daisy I knew you would but I have strong opinions about the logger queen and you guys should go check out that episode yes we Um, did talk about it at length yes Tavia and I both had very different opinions mm-hmm. about it. We did. Shockingly, I loved a literary novel, mm-hmm. and Tavia did not. So, yeah. yay for them. Yay. Oh, and I read, I ended up reading 89 books last year. That's nothing to, to scoff at. I know. I really wanted to break the 100 mm-hmm. because I never have. I've always gotten down to the wire and mm-hmm. had to end up reading kids' books to hit 100. <laughs> yeah. Um. And But this year I went through a couple of horrible book uh, reading slumps. You really did. You struggled. Really bad. And you know what? I went back and I I looked at all of my four and five star reads and I ended up having over 30 four and that's five amazing. star reads. And out of 89, man, that's yeah. a killer reading you're year. You're reading with more purpose. Yes. And even though you're not reading as much, the the quantity or the quality of what you're reading is better. Exactly. So I'm, you know, I'm not mad about it. Yeah. I'm very pleased with how my reading yeah. life went last year. So I am... Looking forward to what crazy books I ended up yeah. picking up and loving this year. So. I think that this year I'm not going to be able to read as many. Yeah, you you read so many I last did, year. Yeah. But a lot of them, you know, were really addictive um, and like really short mm-hmm. series that I could get through. Right. And that made it easier to fly through really quickly. Mm-hmm. But also I had a lot of downtime at my previous job and I do not have any at this current one. So while I can listen to audiobooks, I still don't think I'm going to get... Right. to the same number i'm still shooting for 100 i like it but yeah i i dropped my um last year i was shooting for 110 this year i went back down to 100 mm-hmm. we'll see how it goes though if yeah. i even if i only read 50 this year as long as they yeah. were 50 hella good books not gonna be mad nice. about it at all i posted on our instagram my goodreads wrap up mm-hmm. and um i think it was forty-seven thousand pages that i went through uh, in 2019 was was pretty impressive for me. It's the best reading year I've ever had. Oh yeah, that's that's nothing to look down your nose mm-hmm. at. That's that's incredible. Like I said, I've never done that. Yeah. So, that's amazing. I was excited. Okay, well my next uh category is going to be the most addictive series oh, of I 2019. Have a, I have a favorite series too. Nice. Yeah, cuz I read a ton of series last you year. You did. I actually finished few of them too. That's so pretty. You? I can't. I can't even. But this one's going to the Black Dagger Brotherhood. Yay! I had to. I had to give it to them because they stole my heart and they ran away with it. (laughs) I have never gotten it back. And And that that series is like it has it's like a family tree yes like there are so many branches Mm -hmm. that go off of the main Mm -hmm. series so it'll keep you busy for a very long time yeah the newest one came out in um i think at the very end of november uh and i haven't gotten to it yet oh okay which is crazy that i haven't gotten to it yet but Yeah. yeah um but if you're not familiar 
with the loves of my life. <laughs> it's a it's an elite vampire warrior team, and they're the Black Dagger Brotherhood, and they live in Caldwell, New York, <laughs> and it's just so much fun. Uh, it's got a little bit of everything in it, mm-hmm. and I just love them so much. And I went through seventeen of them in a row. And they're, they're <laughs> at the beginning of last year. Books. No, they're not. They're not tiny books. So. They're four hundred plus, most of them. Uh, so that definitely won the award of most addictive series. For I me. love it. I yep. love it. Oh, and those are by J.R. Ward. I didn't say that. Book I could not shut up about. Oh, there was a lot. I know. Do you have any guesses for this one? Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Girl, you got it. Way to go. Way to go, Tavia. Yay. I'm so smart. I know you so well. My brain is better than everyone's. Shelly Cooper, I miss him. Okay. The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo is by, again, Miss Taylor Jenkins Reid. She is the newest love of my life. Mm-hmm. I am... Uh, I own a third of hers that is on my absolutely must read this this year. Nice. So I'm very excited about reading more of her backlist. Mm-hmm. But Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo was, it completely rocked my world. I read it in the middle of last year and I still think about it to this mm-hmm. day. It's magnificent. It's beautiful. It follows a woman in that perfect era of hollywood that was like the 40s the grim yeah it was just magnificent and it follows her in her life how she becomes a starlet how she stays the men that she marries to get her through it and it's it's incredible it's oh my god and it's mm-hmm. all up your alley because it's yeah. an old woman telling I her story officially at this moment own the physical book and the audiobook so oh. it's all lined Ooh, up i bet you would like the audiobook yeah I'm, that would I'm be excited. interesting okay but yes god it was so good i still can't stop talking about yes. it <laughs> did you have any runners up for that category um, I did, and it's my next category. Oh, nice. Okay. Well, my next category is the most badass heroine. Oh, God, yours are so much better than mine. Because my brain is better. <laughs> <laughs> but this is one that I didn't talk about. Oh, um, yay. But you did, and then I read after you had already talked about it. Oh, and I'm excited. So I went with Audrey Rose Wadsworth. <gasps> Yay! By, okay. And this is the Stalking Jack the Ripper series by Carrie Menascalco. She's amazing. Yeah, so I am currently, right this moment, as we speak, 50% <laughs> through with the last book. And so Audrey Rose has just been on my mind. And she's just so badass. Like, she's so light years ahead of her time. Oh, for sure. This is a woman that wants to work in forensic science in the late 1800s 1888 is when the first book is written and uh, when jack the ripper is in in england and so she's doing forensic study with her uncle and the amazing mr thomas cresswell oh thomas and so the series starts with them figuring out and stalking jack the ripper and then each book follows an actual person from history mm-hmm. um the next, which is pretty interesting the next one is dracula yes and then we go and meet houdini yes and i will not tell you who we meet in the fourth one because it is crazy yeah i i mean i'm i'm pretty sure i know because of where they're going mm-hmm. and what they're up to but but it, it's really exciting to yes. figure it out on your own who mm-hmm. you who this big mystery yes. person bad guy is going to yes. be in the fourth one. It's so much fun. And I'm so excited that you're loving it. Yes. I love it so much. But Audrey Rose, like she just, 
I've read a lot of heroines, you know, but I haven't quite read anybody like Mm her, especially last year. Just she's light years ahead of her time for when she's being written Mm -hmm. in. Oh, she's just she's subtly badass. Like she's what is it when you're like not, you know, with a lot of violence, you're. Oh, um, a pacifist. Yes, but you're also, you know, when during the civil rights movement Mm -hmm. and it was like quiet um oh um i am not the one with the words (laughs) she was quietly like in her own way demanding change Mm -hmm. and but she wasn't being loud and flashy about it she was just doing her Mm -hmm. thing there's a word i can't think of it right now um i got you girl but i love audrey rose she's amazing okay my next one is my best reading experience oh and this one made me laugh out loud many times nice it made me cry it made me so happy and this is red white and royal blue by casey mckeeston i loved this book i and it was a runner-up for book i wouldn't shut up oh, about because yeah. i told every you single did. person i read it because you literally handed it to me no i literally i came over to record and i was like here tavia this read is, this book you're gonna have this now <laughs> read it right now and this is a book so this is if you have lived under a rock because i feel like every single person on the internet has spoken about mm-hmm. this but just in case you haven't heard this is the president's son and a prince in england happen to hate each other but oh then they don't it's a it's a hate to love troop and oh my god trope trope and it's magnificent i literally put this book in the hands of other people as well Mm -hmm. and i had friends texting me i had zach texting me being like if these two people don't figure their shit out oh my god and i was like i don't but it was so good like you like you said it made you laugh it made you cry it made you feel things it was it it was was fantastic and it had a little bit of politics in it yeah but but it was also really lighthearted. but it was it was so happy it was Mm -hmm. so happy when you needed to be happy and it was, oh, my God. And I follow Casey McKeeston on Instagram. She's mm-hmm. already talking about her next book and how great nice. it's going to be. Oh, I'm so excited. I cannot wait to read her sophomore book. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Very, very exciting. Okay. So, because I have serious mental issues, <laughs> my next book is going to be the best book with Nazis in it. You read so many World War II books. (laughs) I do, but I like them. (laughs) Hence the exclamations of joy when I found the Nazi section. Or the Holocaust. Holocaust! (laughs) (laughs) Yes. uh, In our our used bookstore episode last year, I was elated to find a whole section at the used bookstore about the Holocaust. She got some eyebrow raising. I really did. I did. But I read four books last year that included nazis oh that's not as many as i would have. well thought. i read lots of historical fiction but only gotcha. four actually included, included nazis not i gotcha yes so and i was we were i was trying to be creative with my i love it so mine are terrible compared to yours so no, i'm you're excited fine. it's fine second is okay <laughs> out of two <laughs> <laughs> two out of two ain't bad <laughs> I don't think I said that, Robbie. You know what I meant. (laughs) No, I knew. I knew. Okay. So my favorite book with Nazis was The Tattooist of Auschwitz. Ooh. Which was a World War II book with a wonderfully happy ending. 
And that doesn't happen very much. It doesn't. Who's yes. that author? The author is Heather Morris. Okay. And this was, was this one the one that was semi-autobiographical-ish? It was, it was a true story. Oh, uh, okay. It was about her great-grandmother or okay. the, their son helped her write it or something like that. Okay. I, I forget at this moment. Yes. But she also has come out now with Silka's Journey. Um, oh, which is I've kind of a that. follow-up okay. to this story. But it's about Lale, and he is the Jewish um, prisoner at Auschwitz who the Nazis make tattoo the numbers on the other prisoners incoming. So it's more like mental subterfuge of, yeah. you know, making you do this to your fellow prisoners and that right. sort of thing. It's about him and how he survives and him falling in love with someone at this camp and like how can you fall in love in the middle of all this in the middle of literal hell yeah and that's Um, beautiful right that's it's like the flower that grows in the cracks Mm -hmm. of concrete kind of thing yeah like it's, it's gorgeous yeah and it's about how you know they survive it's about how they can nourish this relationship and how when things go down at the end and the Americans and the Soviets, they liberate Auschwitz, how they're actually separated in the 40s with not any communication and they find their way back to each other and mm-hmm. it's just, oh, I got chill bumps. It's <laughs> so beautiful. But Aww. books about Auschwitz do not usually have good endings. Right. And that's why I loved this one so, so much. I love it. But Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel Pie Society was uh was one of my runners up nice that was also a good one it was a really good one but i just this one mm-hmm. was just so i get oh, it it's just it, so it was much the hope that yes. got you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it was just wonderful i love it okay my most terrifying book of 2019 yes so tell. if you are new to the podcast which i hope you are i hope yeah, there are absolutely. new listeners but i love all things true crime forensic science Mm -hmm. it's the reason i jumped into uh hunting jack the ripper Mm -hmm. um because i love criminology how people's minds work things like Mm -hmm. that so my most terrifying was american predator the hunt for the most meticulous serial killer Mm -hmm. of the 21st century i remember you saying that this one creeped you out oh my god it was terrifying even though he was in jail he is now a dead man he was terrifying and Mm -hmm. this one was written by maureen callahan so this is about a serial killer that had no mo they their sexuality was across the board so they had no specific person that they looked for he would literally this is by uh this is uh israel keys is this serial killer he eventually was caught because he didn't know that they could track where debit cards were used which is really stupid for when he was caught and i think it was uh not less than or not more than five years ago interesting so which is again so terrifying yeah but he was someone that would literally fly somewhere rent a car to drive somewhere just so that he could get his jollies interesting and terrifying yeah and it was and again, he didn't care how old you were, what gender you were, not at all. 
and it wasn't so it was like hard to to get his ammo right there were so many pl- so he went across the country literally so there was no string that tied these deaths together so even after his death which he killed himself in jail which is uh mm, makes me so mad mm-hmm. Because he never told them all of the bodies and where mm-hmm. they were hidden. And so we don't know that if there more. are more victims that we just don't know That's crazy. who their killer was. Yeah. So he was absolutely terrifying. It was a fantastic book. It was very well written. And I absolutely suggest you read it if you are in the true crime interest. Yeah. But it is. I should not be reaching it. It is hella scary though. Oof. No, it sounds terrifying. <laughs> Okay, I do have a bit of a tie here. <gasps> Yay, I'll help. Um, actually, it's a three-way tie. Oh. I wrote down three books, and I really can't decide. But the next category is Magical World I'd Like to Visit. Oh, fun! Yes. Uh, so the first one I had was Artemis Fowl. Oh, I loved so that cute. book where there were leprechauns, and it was so much fun. Basically, Artemis Fowl is an evil 12-year-old genius, and he ends up... Uh, tangled up with the leprechauns in Ireland, and it's so much fun. Then I also had Daughter of the Pirate King by oh, Trish Levenseller. You did love that I one. I loved that one. I just think all the swashbuckling. Um, I put too much age in that, I think. That was like cool whip. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was right there with you. You had me. Thanks. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that one is about Alosa, and she lets herself get captured and goes aboard the enemy ship and is trying to find something that they have that's going to lead them to a treasure but the dashing first mate catches her eye oh my and it's you know her enemy and she's the daughter of the pirate king and so there's a whole thing and it's fun i love it's lots it of fun. and I the second book i desperately want to read oh, that it's really series good. the second book was even better and it's it's just a duology it's, right yes. okay mm-hmm. just all right the two. and then the third one was sorcery of thorns and I read that one recently, and that's by Margaret Roberson. And I have not read that yes. one either. But that is also the magical world in which the libraries, the books <gasps> talk, oh, and the libraries yes. are like, you know, and the books are alive, and it's just fun. It would also be terrifying, I think, a little bit. Because <laughs> well, if you pick up like a horror book and you're right, just like, well, ah! like, if you don't treat the books right, they turn into demons. <laughs> so that would be kind of scary. No, that is very scary. Um, there were several magical worlds I thought were lots of fun, but I thought would be terrifying to visit. <laughs> so these are the ones that I thought would not would be, be so, fine. Yeah. Okay, I gotcha, um, I gotcha. So Sorcery of Thorns would be a little bit scary to visit, but the other two I think would just be fun. Hmm. I think if I had to choose for you, I think it would be Artemis Fowl. It was so much fun to read. Just because as a pirate, you have to fight and you have to run and you have to do things that you would not want to to do. You don't get to bathe very much. Mm -hmm. This is true. Yeah. I feel like Artemis Fowl, the billionaire Mm -hmm. bad bad guy would be. And the leprechauns, which is the recon unit. And it just, that book was so much fun to read. For a middle grade book, it was surprising. Yeah. That's awesome. I love it. Yes. Okay. My next one is my favorite buddy read of the year. Aww. So Tavia and I ended up reading 10? I think so, yeah. Nine. 10. No, we had 10. 10 books together. Mm-hmm. One for every month that we podcasted. And there were many. 
Although there were very few that we actually both really loved. Yeah. Which is good. It's good for us to have a different it's opinion. good discussions. But my favorite buddy read that we both loved was Soul of an Octopus Aww. by Cy Montgomery. Yes. Just because that, it, we both loved it, but it still gave us so much to talk about. And you learned yes. so much. And it was surprising to both of us how yes. much we liked it. I mean, I thought that I would like it, but I didn't think that you would. Because it's so out mm-hmm. of your norm. It really is. I mean, I think that you thought you would like it, but I didn't know, think that you mm-hmm. would love it as yes. much as you ended up loving yes. it. Like, it, oh, yeah. It's greatly influenced mm-hmm. me in how, in different things that I'm going to read this year because yes. of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Cy Montgomery's other book, How to Be a Good Creature, is in my top 20 books that I have to absolutely read this year. I own it. I'm excited nice. about it. It's beautiful. Very exciting. Cannot wait. But yes. Soul of an Octopus by Cy Montgomery. Loved it. It was my favorite awesome. body read of the year. That's awesome. Okay. My next category is the best mystery that kept me guessing. So I did read a lot of mystery books last year. But the one that I chose is by our friend of the podcast, RJ Jacobs. <gasps> and that was And Then You Were Gone. Oh, yay! Yes. That's Because exciting. I did not have that figured out at all. I did not I know what happened. That. I can't wait to tell him. Yes. He'll we'll be have so to let pleased. him know that we. That's fun. Yes. But basically that is about a girl and her boyfriend and they're on the boat in the middle of the lake and she goes down to take a nap and he disappears He's... and there's literally no trace of him anywhere. And I loved it. It's about the figuring out of what happened to him and them blaming her for it and the whole thing with that but the main catch is that she is bipolar she just happens to be bipolar so everyone wants to stereotype her but it's written in a way that that's not the main thing that you notice so it's Mm -hmm. it's bringing light to high functioning individuals with bipolar while also being just a really good mystery book I'm so excited. That's awesome. Yes. Awesome. Okay. My next one is um, funny because you brought up Artemis Fowl. So my next category was the sweetest, most magical middle grade that I read. Because I was looking through all the books that I loved. I pulled up basically all of my four and five star books. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to find categories that would go with some of my favorites. Yeah. And there were several middle grades that I ended up giving four and five stars to. And so I had to decide between all of them. So my sweetest, most magical middle grade was Nightmares! Exclamation point. Exclamation point. By Jason Siegel. And I loved it. It was one that I read later, I believe. And you weren't sure about it kind of midway through. I wasn't sure, but it wrapped up awesomely. And I don't remember if I gave you guys an update on it. I think you did. Um, But it ended up being so sweet. So it's about a boy whose father has just remarried after their mother passed away a few years ago. And of course, that is a big deal Mm -hmm. for a kid that's 10 or 11. And because of his kind of sourness towards this new phase of their life, Mm -hmm. his entire life is being taken over by nightmares. But it's also a cool behind the scenes kind of Monsters, Inc.-esque look into how nightmares are done and made and all of, and it's so, so cool. I ended up absolutely loving it. Nice. And the, my kind of, 
issue with the beginning was simply because of the nightmares encroaching on his mind and how mm-hmm. sour he was. And that's what I didn't like. But now that I'm looking back, mm-hmm. brilliantly it done. Way to go, Jason Siegel. Nice. I loved it. That's awesome. Okay. My next category is the most eye-opening book that I read last year. Ooh. And that is I Am Malala. Mm. That's by Malala Yousafzai. And that's one I would shut up about. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. It was so good. So I don't know. I mean, if, if you don't know the story, Malala is the girl who was shot in the face by the Taliban for going to school. And so this is her story about Pakistan, about what has happened over there and about her life and about how she is now using this platform, her and her adorable little daddy, to, <laughs> you know, help girls across the world get an education, especially in places that that is not something that is considered a good idea. Mm-hmm. So it was just, oh, it was beautiful. It was a lot of stuff I didn't know. It was empowering and it was just, yeah, it was just really awesome. Yeah, you loved that one. I did. Okay, my next one, um, you have already mentioned, and this is my favorite series that I read last year, and that is, of course, Stalking Jack the Ripper by Carrie Maniscalco, and thank you so much, Caitlin, for never shutting up about this series, because we both loved it, and it it was fantastic. And you know, she's local here, like she lives not too far down the road. We're going to her sister's store to get us some Jack the Ripper stuff. I think so. Yeah, absolutely, that's happening. And, of course, we will document that, as we do. Yes. But, yeah, I I don't need to talk about it again, because Tavia already covered it beautifully, but Stalking Jack the Ripper. Mm. It's so, a good, good series. So good. I cannot wait for you yes. to tell me all how you feel about it. Yeah, Caitlin told me that you were angry texting her about this book that I'm in the middle of now, I like, love, just because we've been through so much. <laughs> I love reading books with other people it's why i love mm-hmm. our buddy reads because i love having someone that i can mm-hmm. angry text mad mm-hmm. like i can sad text i can laugh with mm-hmm. like i love that so when people text me about the books that they're reading i'm like yes tell me everything <laughs> all of your feelings i want everything like i love it it's such a good experience and yes. that's kind of why we started the podcast because yeah. Reading is such a solitary thing so when you can find a community to talk about it with mm-hmm. it's amazing Yes, it is. I agree. Okay, my last category is unable to put down. And the winner of this one is one that you already talked about, and that was Red, White, and Royal Blue <gasps> Yay! by Casey McQuiston. McQuiston is how I've been saying yes. it. I don't know if that's right. And yeah, Susie handed me this book. I started it and literally flew through it and couldn't put it down. It was amazing. It's so good. It makes you feel so happy. It's so happy. Yes. It's wonderful. And we le- we read a lot of heavy stuff. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the fantasy series we get into can be pretty heavy as well. Yeah, people die. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. So just the, the funness, the levity in the story was just... I mean, it was still powerful. It still dealt with issues that were you know facing oh, yeah it made but it was me just happy so... and sad cry yeah both but it, in the it's same just book. like you're you've got this stupid grin on your face at the end of it and that's what i think makes it so awesome mm-hmm. it's just that it makes you so happy god i'm gonna have to reread it soon because it yeah. was just so wonderful well in other news keeping up with things that you want to reread 
I have zero time for rereads this year. <laughs> you have mapped out your year of reading. Um, so I did a thing and I actually almost regret it. <laughs> but I went through and I counted and cataloged and categorized every single physical and ebook that I own. And which ones I haven't read yet. <laughs> I know. It's heartbreaking when you realize the numbers. Yeah. So full disclosure, because I'm going to try to be keeping up with this on our Instagram a lot this year. I have, oh, I own 430 books and I have not read 161 of those. So that number is ridiculous. And I made the massive mistake of telling my husband that number. Oh, that was a bad decision. And now we're like on a book buying ban over here. <laughs> Because I have to, I have to offload some of these books. Um, so we joined the challenge, the unread shelf challenge. She yes. is all over Instagram right yes. now. Yes, she has um, these really neat templates mm-hmm. that you can kind of fill in every month as you go. She even has uh, individual monthly mm-hmm. challenges where you go like every other month is you absolutely don't borrow, you don't mm-hmm. you don't buy, you only read books that you own this month. Mm-hmm. And um, that is January. So I'm going to try really hard, but because of the podcast, it's a little difficult, mm-hmm. but I'm going to try really hard to abide by them as much as mm-hmm. I can, just because it, it, like, so my numbers are, I own 469 books. How many did you own again? 430. Oh, okay, so we're so close. Yeah. And then my owned that I have not read is 199. So we are both very similar in we our have numbers. Problems. And I know. I just keep getting them. I know. Like sometimes by like the bag load. Mm-hmm. And all of mine are mm-hmm. uh, physical books. I don't nice. purchase ebooks, mm-hmm. but I do borrow yeah. ebooks a whole lot. I have, I, I do a lot of audio. Mm-hmm. Um, and so usually when I do the audio, I'll grab the ebook with it because mm-hmm. uh, it comes in a bundle. Right. But. Yeah, so that's a thing. (laughs) So we're definitely going to work through, this year is going to be the year of working through my unread books. I'm going to try very, very hard not to bring new books in unless it's like absolutely necessary or something I'm dying to have. Absolutely. Um, Now, are you still going to continue your book of the month? Are you still going to continue? It's on pause right now. Okay. Um, What about Owl Crate? everything's on pause right now we paused through christmas (laughs) okay we paused everything through christmas um just because you know life sure but uh i I don't know i I feel like maybe i should just stay paused for a minute and try to offload some of the books that i own that i haven't read yet well even the book of the month books that you got and haven't read yes like if you look at those numbers because um I know that there are several of those that you've gotten and mm-hmm. haven't read I haven't yet. Read just, yet. Be- yeah. just because you, they stack up really so many. quickly. Yeah, there are so and many. And we're reading so many other mm-hmm. different things. So yeah, I get it. Yeah, so that's definitely going to be my commitment. My big focus for the year is working through my unread. I like that. List. Yeah. Okay, I have one more category. Okay. And this is the greatest biography that I read last year. Do you have any guesses for that, Julie Andrews? No, ma'am. Oh, wow. No, ma'am. My greatest biography last year was The Good Neighbor, The Life and Work of Fred Rogers. And that's That's not who I thought you would have picked. Well, I didn't pick Julie Andrews because I'm mad at her because she only gives me snippets of her life at a time. It's called demand. Building demand. She stopped in the 80s and I'm mad at her. Okay. But it's okay. We've had a talk. Okay. Um, 
But Fred Rogers, this was actually my very first book of 2019 that I read. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I put it down, I was like, that will be top 10 of the year. Also, can we call him Mr. and show him the respect he deserves, please? Well, it's either Mr. Rogers or his full name of Fred Rogers. It, it just needs to be Mr. It could be okay. Mr. Fred Rogers if you'd like. Fine. Fine. That man earned that Mr. He did. He put on the cardigan every day. I know he did. And he changed his shoes. Yes. He was very diligent. Yes. But I, I just, I loved it. And I thought that I knew a whole mm-hmm. lot about him. And I feel like this has been the year of mm-hmm. Mr. Rogers because we have the documentary. Mm-hmm. We have the movie. We have the book that came out about him. And it was just... It was the year mm-hmm. of Mr. Rogers. And it's now officially been almost right at a year now since you read that. Yeah. I I, I have a picture on my personal Instagram of me reading it in a coffee shop January 1. Oh, nice. So it was my very first book of last nice. year. And I absolutely loved it. And it's amazing. And it gave me so much more insight to, into mm-hmm. him. So much more insight into his life. And then, of course, sadly, his death. Like, I knew that he had passed away. And mm-hmm. I knew it, but I was still reading it and mm-hmm. bawling because he had cancer. And he wasn't getting better. And it was awful. Mm-hmm. But it was beautiful. Yeah. I loved it. It's a giant book. But it's it's all-encompassing. And I love that about nice. my biographies. Nice. I love all the information. Yes. <clears throat> Julie Andrews. Um, <laughs> but yes. Mr. Rogers is my king. If Julie Andrews angry tweets us or angry Instagrams us, I hope she I'm going to die. I hope I'm she does. I'm just going to kill over. Well, the um, the recipe book lady that yes. I love so much. Guys, we fangirled hard because this past these past few weeks, I've been cooking up a crazy storm mm-hmm. and I've been going through just her blog. And then, of course, she has two recipe books now. Nice. And, and so I took a picture and I posted it on our Instagram and she commented and I died mm-hmm. and she's talking to you dead right now I know behind I'm the a, veil I'm a ghost <laughs> <laughs> but yes uh so please Julie Andrews at me please we'll chat <laughs> <laughs> well that was fun I am so excited that this came into fruition yes I love Oscars and so book Oscars, Oscars are even better guys I used to throw an annual Oscars party I got this <laughs> yes yeah, she she's the one that brought the trophy and the red carpet I have a red carpet I have a backdrop I have the trophy I used to print out ballots for my guests to fill out before the actual Oscars and they would get an Oscar mm-hmm. if they got the most correct nice. nominations and i love it nice so i'm very pleased with this episode sounds good good deal and guys i'm, I'm very pleased so with it as well. so excited that we're back me so too so excited about we've this got year. some fun stuff planned it's gonna be a good one guys mm-hmm. and i'm so excited you guys are listening and joining yes. in tell your friends to listen yes <laughs> and if you love us Rate us and review us on all of the all of the platforms. Yes, definitely. That's one big way that we get more awareness. Yes, people will find us because of you. And don't mm-hmm. you want to do that? Yes. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.